Hi y'all, this is TK, RV Empath, and you are listening to RVE for the HSP, which is the Highly Sensitive Person or Highly Sensitive People. Um, you know who you are. So, welcome. Thank you for being here and listening to this. I am excited about doing this daily, Monday through Friday podcast and the point is to offer support and guidance and information um, for those who need it and or want it and so that we can all support each other in a positive way and for highly sensitive people it's important to get that um, that nurturing that sustenance it's important for everyone of course Um, But uh, for highly sensitives, as we walk our paths, we need to, um, it takes, it can sometimes take a while to understand um, our particular or unique set of sensitivities. So hopefully I can help with that. And, um, and we all have sort of a fun time with it. I hope this podcast um, gets going sooner rather than later. (laughs) I was just thinking today, (coughs) because right now it's not having any listeners. And I've submitted to um, iTunes and uh, I think Spotify and and it takes a about two weeks or so before you can even get listed in the iPod or the podcast directory. <laughs> so, um, so right now it's a bit like talking into the void. And um, I have to remind myself that just doing small steps, doing this and then promoting myself in small ways is enough. Sometimes we all have different energy levels and sometimes just doing small steps is perfectly perfectly fine whatever you can do whatever I can do is a good thing and uh, we'll have to it's the sort of thing that you feel it out Um, when you wake up one day you kind of you can feel okay this is a good day to sort of push myself or to take risks because you feel more enthused and inspired and then there are other days when you are not feeling it and it is okay to take a break and recharge Uh, that's actually quite essential Um, and that can be it, it runs the gamut I actually I realize naps are really important to me I I have always slept a lot my whole life Um, and just laying down and and taking a nap like after lunch is so recharging and you know these other there are a lot of countries internationally that sort of give you a few hours in the afternoon to lay low and rest and recharge and I think that's so it's not um, uncommon (laughs) certainly Uh, but that's something that works for me clearing my mind every day, um, checking in with how I'm feeling, and then um, to recharge, maybe it's, it's 
consuming something that uh, like a bit of a guilty pleasure. I mean, that is okay. Um, it's like everything else in life. It has to do with balance. And uh, But you might want to watch uh, a show on Netflix or, you know, have fun watching some YouTube videos of people reacting to things or whatever, dog, dog videos. But um, it's okay to do that for yourself when you're feeling it. That is all I am trying to say. Let's move on. Okay, so um, one thing that caught my attention this morning is I was reading an article about copper and how good it is to resist certain viruses. Because now in this time of dealing with the coronavirus, which is worldwide, um, you know, we're all having to slow down and everything's getting shut down and so it's um people are now in this new space where they don't know quite what to do with themselves maybe so hopefully you find this podcast and continue listening (laughs) um but at any rate um so what i am trying to say is that there i think is that there's a lot of um, cool information out there that we can all we can all kind of stretch ourselves into a learning mentality and go back to school and learn new, new things, especially when it comes to uh, what is what is happening in a very real way in terms of the coronavirus and and um, viruses in general. So what is really cool is that I'm reading in this uh, article and okay so about copper now I have not confirmed this with the second source but I would like to it sounds very very interesting on copper so I'm quoting on copper surfaces bacteria and viruses die when a microbe lands on a copper surface the copper releases ions, which are electrically charged particles. Those copper ions blast through the outer membranes and destroy the whole cell, including the DNA or RNA inside. Because their DNA and RNA are destroyed, it also means a bacteria or virus can't mutate and become resistant to the copper or pass on genes like for antibiotic resistance to other microbes. So that is just so cool. That is so cool. I mean, it sounds like, I don't know, like a sci-fi, you know, thriller. It just sounds like, I mean, this, so these viruses, they come in contact with the copper and the copper ions blast through the outer membranes. I mean, it sounds like a movie and um, destroys the DNA and RNA. So it can't mutate and become resistant. Do you know how important that is? That is, that's amazing. It's amazing. By the way, before I go any further in the article, I just want to state what it is. Um, Copper destroys viruses and bacteria. Why isn't it everywhere? And I'm not sure what, uh, what like newspaper affiliation it it's uh, of, but it's written by Shyla Love, uh, March eighteenth. Um, here, I guess I'll just back out and see. Okay, so it's it's part of the. Uh oh, 
<laughs> it's part of the Vice. It's it's on Vice website. And now I lost it, but that's okay. I'm not meant to go back to it, except to say that further on in the article, I also read that copper, um, like sh when it's used in say uh, medical facilities, hospitals, it along with normal sanitary practices, washing hands, etc., it cuts down on viruses like 90%, like 80 or 90%. It is crazy cool. And um, when it's recycled, it doesn't lose any of its properties. So you can like recycle copper and it, it still is this um, powerful, you know, resistant thing to viruses. So then I thought, you know what? I have a little bit of copper in my uh, rocks and minerals and crystal stash and I wanted to, I started to dig around for it and then I, I stopped because I figured I would do it in real time with you all which I am right now um, I'm picking through here's a large piece of raw garnet here's a beautiful beautiful fluorite point that I haven't looked at in ages all of all of my rocks I haven't looked at in ages and that is what I want to talk about um, as well is that now that we have extra time uh, society in general is sort of slowing down we can all read more we can learn new things um, and one of that might be uh, as one of your interests you might want to read up a little bit about rocks minerals and crystals and how they can positively benefit people I mean if nothing else, their beauty alone is something to behold. I've been watching on YouTube. Um, there's a guy called the Crystal Collector, and he goes to different amethyst mines and, and things, and he, he uncovers, along with other people, you know, huge, beautiful clusters. And it's, it's just so magnificent that you have these, these gems that just grow naturally in the earth. And um, crystals themselves are so cool. And we will go further into it, into, f into further podcasts. But, um, so I'm happy that I'm now digging through all my, like, crystals and rocks because I have not done that for so very long. And I wanted to encourage you all, if you are feeling it, um, to certainly read more about them and maybe get more more into it. Um, now is the time to to explore new and different things that we may not have done you know looked into before regarding our well-being and our um our positive growth so we can look more into meditation guided meditations breathing um how to you know chakras if you want to read more about chakras how to uh, stretch and do yoga although be please be discerning with that um we all have to certainly um, do not do anything that is beyond your capabilities and be very careful when you're dealing with like moving your body so that you're not hurting yourself or injuring yourself but it is a great time to learn to start a new you know stretching routine or go back into do aerobics from the 80s <laughs> I'm sure you can look up I'm sure there are YouTube videos um, at any rate I dug out my little copper ball and I'm holding it now in my hand and it makes me so happy, this little, it's like a, um, no bigger than my thumbnail, um, copper ball. And it's actually quite mesmerizing. So, oh, 
and it feels really good. I'm getting a charge from it. And that's the thing. See, now people aren't whacked. Uh, this is actually a thing, at least for me, for highly sensitives, um, holding different metals and uh, rocks and crystals y can, can get in meteorites, etc. Can y you can feel it in your hand and that makes sense right i mean we're all that they you can measure energy fields around people i mean that's what chakra work is all about really and there's a lot see i'm still learning all of this myself but um there's a lot that we can delve into into further episodes as well but we are energy i mean everything is composed of energy everything's held together by energy energy um can uh what is that it can't be it can't ever be like deleted it can only change form i mean um energy everything is energy god is energy thank you universal energy anyway i feel this in my hand it's like a a buzzing um it wow um like like a buzzing weight in and warm um, it's very very cool and I'm gonna be spending more time with this through the day okay moving on I could go on and on oh my gosh okay astrology let's see what's going on there I encourage you all to google your interests get more into like really cool stuff that's out there <laughs> um, astrology do 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 it is march 18th today but whatever we talk about astrologically um i'm sure you will gain something from this um sorry it's taking a minute to pull up i had pulled it up before too i swear i did <laughs> and then it reset itself or whatever i'm not the best with technology folks which is also a side effect of being highly sensitive I mean things just go sideways on me all the time all right no direct aspects I think I already knew that but forgot and um, let's look up what's going on right now so the moon currently is still in Capricorn and uh, it just came in contact with Pluto a little while ago and it's going to be conjunct to Saturn there is a lot 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 going on in Capricorn I mean there has been for months um, but and today is no different so Capricorn is about um, our reputation our career long-term goals who we are in the world um, and our relationship with authority figures, which can on the larger scale be, I mean, not only your boss and your employer, but it could be, um, uh, you know, the, the authority figure in your family or community. And it extends to politics on the larger political landscape. Um, so authority figures and, uh, yeah. Oh, and in general, Capricorn is about structures and um, restrictions and overcoming obstacles. But it's about building 
on solid foundations among other things this is just a sort of brief (laughs) or maybe not so brief description but let's all be working towards something and I think if you're not specifically working toward or on your career we should be working on ourselves I mean really uh, uh, both actually I don't know what I'm talking about saying one or the other but because one affects the other um it's a perfect, perfect time for us to be working on transforming ourselves um, to be the best version of ourselves that we can be. And we all have stuff. We all have pains. We all have um, rage that we need to transform. We all have um, issues that keep us, you know, <sighs> stunted in our growth. So, Um, in as gentle and loving a way as possible I think we need to be working on ourselves right now and that hopefully that's what this podcast is all about for you to work on whatever you know and always I always recommend right from the get-go and this is for myself too um, calming the mind is really I think a foundational thing Um, it's being able to once you start to calm your mind down then uh, you start to get like this split second sort of disconnect from you you think something you feel something and then you like you have a more of a detached moment right after so you don't get you're not reactive as much because you start to there's a there's a gap in between stuff where you can kind of go oh it, it, it doesn't have quite dramatic things don't have the impact that they did before because you are more detached from it and that happens from quieting our minds and sort of trying to you know just for however long um, clear your mind of thoughts and people achieve that through different ways uh, you can picture you know when you have a thought you can just you know acknowledge that you had the thought but not get sucked into it and then like clear your mind again so you can picture wind going through your ears across your mind a clear sky um and then but you don't get if you do get sucked into thinking a lot then you just acknowledge it when when you realize it's happening and go okay let's calm down and you can look look into the darkness you know behind your closed eyes um to you know wipe wipe away everything and try again and it's super super hard this is what people don't realize is that um uh, just to get like just a fraction of a second of time where you're not thinking is huge huge so people assume that you know because their mind doesn't ever stop chattering that they're not getting anywhere and that's not true if you just or if you're able to clear your mind for just even the shortest amount of time it's a beautiful thing. Keep going. And research different ways of doing it. People do it by chanting. People do it. Some some people have to listen to um, uh, music in the background. To So, of course, like everything else, it's uh, complicated. And if there are many, you know, paths to doing it. It's different for everyone. Um, so you have to find what works for you. Okay. Moving on. Where are we at? We're probably at like the 15 minute point or so oh my gosh almost 20 minutes oh darn okay let me shuffle the cards Um. (laughs) 
please forgive the silence. I kind of pray and mumble under my breath, but I'm blessing the cards and, and asking, you know, saying thank you and asking for guidance from God, universal energy for all the readers out there. One card, please. Info to take with us and through our day today. Something flew out. Ooh, a couple cards. Okay. Huh. All right. Um, ten of cups reversed. And um, a number, it's one of the major arcana. It's called integration in the Osho Zen Tarot deck, which is what I use. But what is that? That's ten. Uh, um, is that 16? Um, let's see. I have to, I'm now going to look up a website, um, Osho Zen Tarot and the corresponding uh, Rider Weight cards. It's from dailytarotgirl.com. So let's see what this is. It's 14. Temperance. Okay. Um, so, gosh, I don't know much about this card, truth be told. But first, let's Google um, Ten of Cups reversed. And I have to say, the card is called Harmony. And um, I like to look at both. I kind of, I've been disregarding Osho's translations. But I like to acknowledge them too. Because Harmony reversed is kind of what I was encouraging people to um, to uh, look out for is to develop new ways of dealing with whatever keeps us in harmony reversed. You know, it's we have to. It's a good time to start researching ways to heal and transform ourselves to be healthier, happier, whole versions of ourselves. And that's what I think this card is referring to. Let's see what it means in the in the rider weight deck. Uh, it can generally refer to an unhappy home life, dysfunctional family situation. Um, so this disconnection, misaligned values, struggling relationships. So the, the Ten of Cups refers to happiness in general. So it's if it's reversed, it's, you know, about not being, it's about whatever it, it keeps us from our ultimate happiness. That's, that's really what it's all about. So temperance, uh, it's, a, it's about giving ourselves and learning tools to be able to dissolve anything that keeps us from our ultimate happiness okay um, this card indicates that you should learn to bring uh, balance patience and moderation in your life you should take the middle road avoiding extremes and maintaining a sense of calm oh my gosh you know you can't make it up I hear that a lot. Like I, I watch um, astrologers and tarot readers on YouTube 
and um, I have oftentimes seen people get really surprised but I shouldn't be surprised right this just ah oh, it's just so beautifully perfect but um, you know connecting with your guides balance moderation harmony alchemy looking for divine you know guidance and intervention that my friends is what it's all about as well <laughs> and so those two cards I encourage you to google them more yourself and uh, I think it's a perfect way to end this podcast at almost 25 minutes I'm trying to get shorter and it's just not working out I'm not quite sure how we're going to deal with that but do I have to deal with it Ooh, the bottom of the deck is the master which is Oh, that's a card that is only um, for the Osho um, Zen Tarot deck. There is no corresponding Rider Waite. Uh, and it's beautiful. I mean, that's <laughs> that is a perfect way to leave the podcast, my friends. The master. We are all learning to master ourselves as best we can to be our best selves. And with that, thank you so much. I look forward to doing more of these. I wish you well. Be well. Mwah. Thank you.